Amen. That's why in Exodus chapter 19, verse 16, the Bible says that when he came down on Sinai, the, the, the mountain was full of fire. The thunder and lightning and the trumpet and all those were echoing and the people were so like amazed. And when the people of Israel walked towards closer to the mountain, the sound was so high. You know why? Because he is so excited to see his people. Matthew chapter 1 verse 23, the Bible says that he is called Emmanuel, God with us. He didn't say God with angels. He didn't say God with the apostles or all the other saints. He, he want to be with us. God with us. How many of you are so glad that your God and my God is with us? The one who created the heavens and earth is with you and with me. Amen. Acts of Apostles chapter 2, the Bible says that all were gathered together and suddenly there's a mighty rushing wind. It was a sudden coming in. He was, it's so sudden that they were so excited. People were excited that people outside were thinking that they were drunk. Today, uh, Darren was saying that, you know, he had an extra dose, I believe. Was it an extra dose? And I was remembering about the, oh, one dose from the Holy Ghost. Is that enough for me or something? You know, if I start singing, you will all go. So I'm not going to sing. I'm not going to go over there. I'm not anointed to sing. Amen. In Acts of Apostle 12, in Cornelius' house, they were praying. And again, suddenly, Holy Spirit came. So I want to say, I'm so excited to be here because he's here with us. Is there anybody excited in this house? Can we shout a hallelujah? Is that all we have got? Can we shout a hallelujah? Let the devil know. Let the devil know that we are here. Amen. Hallelujah. The sons and daughters have come together to shake this place and know the devil cannot prevail in this place. Amen. I really want to thank. Uh, uh, I'm so blessed to be here and I'm so blessed to stand in front of you all. I'm so blessed to uh, serve um, pastors of this house, the uh, dad and mom of this house, um, Pastor Abe and Pastor Lily. I'm so blessed to be, you know, be close to them, but I don't take that granted because they are anointed people. Amen. And I'm so blessed to stand here where uh, Smith Wigglesworth preached. Isn't it? I mean, the whole world is talking about Smith Wigglesworth, but we are here in the place where, where Smith, the anointed person is pre, has preached and shook, shook the whole world. People across the world, when we talk about Smith Wigglesworth, they didn't know. But we can say, hey, we are in his house. We are there as a family in his house. Isn't that wonderful? That's a blessing. Many people crave for this kind of blessing. Sometimes we don't realize how blessed we are. Amen. So we are so blessed. We need to be thankful. But more than we, uh, you know, anything we need to be thankful about. I mean, I'm thankful about all, uh, everything what I got. But I'm thankful that Jesus is with me. The Holy Spirit is with me. Amen. So I uh, just uh, want to thank uh, Pastor Abe and Pastor Lily to give me the opportunity. And thank, 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 I'm really thankful for all the leaders over here as well. But for you all, uh, you need to put up with me for another 40 minutes or maybe all day. I don't know. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you ready for the word? Um, today, the message is about the gift. The gift for, the, God wants to give you a gift. He's a good father. Do you know that? 
Romans chapter 8 verse 14, Bible says that the one who walks in spirit, uh, we are walking with him as a, in spirit. And, and uh, 15, the Bible clears it, clearly says that we can call him Abba Father. Amen. Because we are led by the spirit. The one who are led by the spirit are called the sons of God. Uh, is there any sons and daughters of God? Yeah. Amen. Many, I know many of you here, um, but some of you doesn't know me. I just want to introduce myself. I'm a sinner saved by grace. I am adopted in the family of Jesus Christ. My big, my big brother is my Jesus. And I know that you know as well because he's your brother. And I'm so blessed to be in this family. Um, I, am, I am serving in his vineyard and I'm serving wonderful people in this place uh, as a servant of God. And I'm so glad that this is a calling that it, it cannot uh, equal with any other uh, position in this world. Even kings and uh, prime ministers, if they ask me to, if, if, I, if they give a position at that level, I think I'm degrading myself because he has called me and I'm so blessed. Um, uh, if, okay, am I okay standing here or do you want me to come down? That's wonderful. So I'll put myself on a timer because I go on. Because um, when I speak about the goodness of God, it's a joy. So today, my scripture is James chapter 1 verse 17. Let us turn to James chapter 1 verse 17. Um, the Bible says that every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly, uh, Father of the heavenly lights. I think I'm reading the wrong um, uh, because I'm used to New King James version. So let me turn to James. It is there. Oh yeah, there you go. Thank God for the technology. Every good, give, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of the heavenly lights, who does not change like, like shifting shadows. Again, I think it is not the King James Version. I think that's the scripture I gave yesterday. So let me turn to my Bible. Every good gift and every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the father of lights father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning that means that he will give you good gifts and he want to give you good gifts how many of you like getting gift from people i mean obviously you will get good gift from Christmas, something you can use it, something you can't use it. Yes, good gifts. When you get good gifts for Christmas or something like that, if you like it, you want to use it. But most of the time we get some rubbish gifts, don't we? We open it, we are so excited. Once we open it and find out what is in there, then we'll be like, oh my goodness, I, I shouldn't have got this one. And you don't know whether to keep it or throw it or give it to somebody else. Is it just me? We all. But here is a, is a father who is in heaven, wants to give you all and me a good gift, a precious gift. And he is the father of light, the Bible says. 
And the Bible in Matthew chapter 7 verse 11, uh, the Bible says that if you being evil, that means that when a, when a, children, when a child comes to ask a father uh, a, a bread, the father will never give stone. Is there any fathers who give stones when they ask for a McDonald's? No. If the, if, the, if the children ask for fish, they don't give snakes. And then Jesus says that if you being so evil, and I'm thinking, Jesus, no. I am a good father. I have wonderful children. Whenever they ask, I will give them what I will do my best to give them. But Bible is Jesus saying that if you being evil, then I thought, what am I doing evil? Then I realized that in some occasions when I'm tired or when I think that I can't go to an extent or if I can't afford things, I will try to compensate or don't give it. So then I realized that I'm not, I'm an earthly father who I'm trying all my best, but still I'm not giving the best to my children. But here the father of heaven and earth who has, who owns everything, not just this, this earth alone, everything from heaven and earth. The Bible says that his throne room is in heaven and the earth is his footstool. Thousand, the cattle in the thousand hills belongs to him. And when you ask him, he loves to give good gifts. And here the Bible says, this is Jesus who is saying that he loves to give good gifts. And, uh, and Roman chapter 8 verse 32, the Bible says, who, He who did not spare his own, own son. Can you imagine that he gave his only begotten son? His son, but delivered him up to us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Does the Bible say some things? All things. He is a father who loves us so much that he gave his only son to us. He's the only son who had. He, he, he adds a son who is called Adam and Eve. And then the whole family came through. And obviously you know the story about Adam and Eve. Uh, they obeyed. Instead of obeying God himself who is the creator, who is the source. He obeyed Satan. The devil. He deceived. He came and deceived. Can you imagine your own children going away astray? It's hard. It's heartbreaking. Then I, if I am the father at that position, I will say that, okay, they went away. It's fine. Let them go. I will create somebody else again. But no, he stood. He came back for the second generation. He came and talked to Cain and Abel. And he came and talked to Cain saying that, why is your why is your face, uh, why, is you, why are you looking down? Why is your face so dull? Why is your face so angry? Can you imagine somebody, the one who created the heaven and earth, comes down to look at how you look? Isn't that love? That's an amazing love. Then go on through and through. He sends all the apostles and all the, uh, all the servants of God. Finally, he sent his own son. For you and me. Own son for you and me. What a gift is that. Then the Bible continues in saying. If he is able to give the only begotten son. How much more that he will give all gifts. All gifts. How many of you want to get gift from God himself? If he gives it. It will be the best gift ever. 
Amen. Let me continue and, and, and read the scripture. Psalms 84 verse 11. The Bible says that the Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing he will withhold from those who walk upright. That means that he will never keep it aside. No, you know, on, specifically on Christmas Day, we will keep the gift till the Christmas. But he's not like that. He wants to give it straight away. So whenever you pray, whenever you ask, he wants to give it straight away. He's not a father who sits and thinks, that, ah, let him struggle or let her struggle. No, he wants to give it straight away. Turn to your neighbor and say that he is a good father who wants to give me gifts. Many of you are not convinced, I think. Are you really convinced that your father in heaven wants to give you good gifts? Can you turn around and say as though you believe it? Turn to your neighbor and say, oh, my father loves to give good gifts to me. Amen. I pray let him surprise you today. I pray today let him surprise you. I pray let him surprise you this week with good gifts. Not just, not just natural gifts. I pray let him give you supernatural gifts in the name of Jesus. Let him bring fire into your spirit so that you know that your father is the father of light. And know that he is there to give you good gifts in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. No good, no good things he will withhold, the Bible says, to those who love him. No good things he will withhold. He will surely a God who wants to give you. He has, he has a parcel service which, will, which is very quick than Amazon. It's delivered straight right down. You want to talk to him? It's faster than the 5G. You can open the Bible and read and he will listen. Even if there is, even this one, if I have a 5G, there are weak signals. But I can tell you, David knows the secret. Even if I go through the valley of shadow of death, he says he is there with me to listen to my call. Jonah went to the, went to the belly of, of, of uh, fish. He prayed. Still the signal was very good. He heard it. Still, he heard it. Am I right? So if you are all by yourself, you think that you are all by yourself and you think there is nobody, I want to tell you that's a devil's lie. Know well that he is there for you to listen to your prayer. Know well that he is your father, that he wants to give you good gifts. Can we shout a hallelujah for it? Amen. Hallelujah. When you say hallelujah and amen, it is like established. I receive it. Amen. I want to say hallelujah for that because I want a good gifts. Amen. The Psalms 34, 10 was, Bible says that young lions go hungry, but not the ones who love the Lord. Young lions. Young lions always been protected by the, the lioness. But when they grow old, when they become like a teenagers, you know, no, nothing can stop them. But the Bible says the young lions will become hung, can go hungry, but not you when you follow God. Not you. Deuteronomy 2, 7, Bible says that for 40 years, God looked after them. You know, the, uh, the Israelites, they were walking in wilderness for how many years? 40 years. And the Bible clearly said that they lacked nothing. There were not none feeble. There were not none sick. They lacked nothing. 40 years. 
And Bible claim, even God said they are stiff-necked people. Still, God walked with them. <laughs> Sometimes people think that, oh, I'm, uh, God doesn't come to me. God doesn't talk to me because I've done that and I'm not right. I'm not right person. I can tell you, if God can walk with the stiff-necked people for 40 years, he can walk surely with you because Jesus has died for you and for me. Absolutely possible. The only thing is devil comes and tells lies in our, uh, in our thoughts. You need to say that everything which exalt above the name of Jesus Christ, I will pull it down in the name of Jesus. So when devil says that your, your prayer is not heard, tell Roman, uh, Revelation chapter 8 verse 4, my prayers are like incense into his presence. Hallelujah. Incense. Today we prayed, let the incense arise. Isn't that right? Our prayers are incense. It is angels who take it to the heaven uh, throne room of heaven. And when your prayer is, you pray the prayer, it's signed by the creator himself. It's sealed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 22, verse 35, clearly Bible says that Jesus, when Jesus asked the disciples, when I sent you without any, uh, any clothes, without any bags or anything, did you lack anything? They didn't take anything. They went in to preach the gospel. And then they came and they said they lacked nothing. Now you need to understand and I need to understand that these disciples are not ordinary people. They were business people. They were tax collectors. They were in a good position. They were highly qualified people in some, in some areas. But they were not qualified for... Uh, for, for being as a rabbi or anything like that. But, but they were ordinary people who were qualified in those things. Say for instance, P Peter had two boats. He left everything and came. Can you imagine to feed the business people? It, say, it takes some guts. But here, Jesus is asking, when you went out to preach the gospel, did you lack anything? Anything. And disciples said, no, nothing. That's the answer they gave. And, uh, and later on in Acts of Apostle, uh, chapter 4, verse 34, the Bible says that the apostles and the saints, they were gathered together and nobody lacked anything. They were full of everything what they need. Full of everything. Today I pray that you will, from this day onwards, you lack nothing in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. I pray, this is not an ordinary prayer, I pray seriously that this day from this day when you ask he will answer i want to tell you one in, one uh, you know if i start telling about the things what god has given to me I, it takes time but i will just remember about this incident one time when uh, you know I, I do business i'm doing it business uh one time i went and uh, tried to get a contract with shell you know shell the petrol company for software, producing software for them, we lost, we, we didn't get it. And uh, I really, uh, you know, I thought the meeting will go at least four hours because it's a short contract for me. And we will take hours to explain about the project. And it happened that within five minutes, they, they actually kicked me out. And I came out and I thought, oh my, I prayed and I did this. It's so sad, I lost it. And I thought, the income which we are getting right now is not enough to pay our staff. So I'm walking in the street and I don't know what to do. So I need to kill some hours in London. So I, I thought I will take a random train 
and I went uh, and I will get out uh, of a place where I thought it's right. So I happened to get out at a uh, station called Green Park, and I walked out, and uh, it's there is Ritz, and uh, there are other Mayfair, and there are some. Uh, uh, like uh, Rolls-Royce showrooms and all those things. So I'm walking midst of that. It's high-end place, and there is a building which has big 50 in it. I thought, wow, the company which owns this building, they will have so much of money. Then a few minutes later, I saw people coming out, and they were well-dressed and well-tied up, and they were coming out, and, and I thought, wow, these guys are so intelligent, else they won't be having that kind of building working in this company. It means that they will get a lot of money in London, in an amazing area. Two months later, somebody called me and said, okay, can you, we want your service? I said, okay. I went there, happened to sit with the company and started work, started the project. And my brother-in-law told me, where are you now? I came to know that you got a contract. Where is this company? I told him and I took him through the Google and I showed him this 50 number. And I thought, my goodness me, Two months back, I thought I lost everything. Now I'm inside that company. This company, a year revenue is around 200 billion. And we are doing projects in, and we are sitting in. I was standing outside two months before, thinking that the people inside are intelligent. Now God has brought me right in there and they are asking my service. I didn't even pray. I just thought, now if he can do it for me, sure he will do it for you. If you think it is impossible, wait and watch. And later on I realized this is the competitor for Shell. This company is actually a competitor for Shell. It's a company called Glencore. Amazing, they have nearly about 250 ships and we did the project. And the wisdom is God given. Wisdom is God-given. When you talk to him, my boy, my boy, we are, we are somebody for this world. The Bible says that we are the salt and the light of this world. If we are gone, believe me, this world is tasteless. Because we are the one who gives flavor. We are the one who, who brings light into the darkest places. We are the one who carries wisdom of God. Because in Isaiah chapter 11 verse 2, Bible says that it is the spirit of wisdom which is upon us. The spirit of wisdom, spirit of counsel, spirit of understanding, spirit of knowledge, the spirit of the fear of the Lord is upon us, my brothers and sisters. If we know who we are in Christ, boy oh boy, the devil will be running away from us. But we unknowingly entertain, think that we are small people, we need help, but we are here as ambassadors of our Lord Jesus Christ. Ambassadors are different. They walk different. They talk different. They are not ordinary citizens. They can't arrest a normal citizen. They cannot arrest an ambassador like a normal citizen. The protocol is totally different. Devil, if he needs to come and touch you and me, he has a different protocol. He cannot touch me and you. Hallelujah. Can you shout an hallelujah for it? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So I want to ask, see, the, while I'm saying this, you can't ask anything, okay? Like uh, I remember sharing this message and somebody after the message came and said, oh, if I ask Rolls-Royce, will he give him? Will he give me? I said, okay, what are you working? 
He doesn't have a work. He doesn't have a family. Everything is broken. So if you have a Rolls Royce, is that enough? Will that make you happy? It doesn't. I have walked with the billionaires, not millionaires, billionaires. No peace. No peace. Money will never give you happiness. I am not against money. You need money. And I pray that you walk in abundance with that money so that you, you can give it to the kingdom of God. Abraham walked with pros in prosperity. Isaac walked in prosperity. Even the kings were jealous about his, his, his wealth. But don't depend on that wealth. Depend on the Holy Spirit. Your dependence should not be, your life should not be ruled by money or anything else. It, you need to stand on the word of God and be directed by the Holy Spirit. Full stop. When you do that, when there is money, you will be happy. When there is no money, you will be happy. When there is light, you will be happy. If you are in the darkness, you will be happy. When there is storm, you will be sleeping. That's what Jesus did. Am I right? He slept in, in the boat. But everybody were panicking. That's what. The confidence is not your bank account. The confidence is not your company. The confidence is not your business. Your confidence is not your managers. The confidence is who you are in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I feel him. I feel him in this presence. Jesus, I pray a breakthrough in everything what you're looking for. I pray. It is real. It is real. When I say this, you need to believe it. And any servants in, the, in this place, I know Pastor Abe and Lily are walking with fire. They don't need to be here. They don't need to be here. But when they are saying things, you need to receive it as though God himself has said, I'm going to go into that one now. Hallelujah. So don't, don't ask for silly things. That, then that means that we are thinking according to the natural world. We need to be smart. We need to be walking in the spiritual realm. Above all powers and authorities. Above all principalities. According to Ephesians chapter 2. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. How, many, how many minutes have I got? I, sorry, I didn't start my stopwatch. I don't know how. It's not, oh yeah, 10, 11, 15. Hallelujah. So, the first one I wanted to really share was about God wants to give you good gifts while you're walking on this earth. Amen? So that you will be enjoying a wonderful life. And the Bible says in 1 Timothy 6, 17, He gives us all things richly for us to enjoy. Richly so that we can enjoy. Amen? By Proverbs chapter 10, which I didn't want to share this one, but I will share it anyway. The blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and he has no sorrow with it. Sorrow, no sorrow, no sorrow with it. So when you have a problem in this world, like financial problem or health problem or anything, don't first run to the organization or a person in this world. Run to Jesus. Don't think NHS can sort all your problems. Don't think the bank, uh, the ones who are in HSBC, they can give you a loan and it will sort your problems. They will come back to you later on. They will bite you. And many people, you know, you need to be, uh, you know, if you, if you think uh, taking an injection is right, you take it. It's up to you. It's not a problem. If you don't want to, it's up to you. But your dependence should not be on the jab. 
I have seen people excited because they are taking jab. That's not a problem, but excite, get excited because Holy Spirit is walking with you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. So thank you. I'm going thank you for that encouragement. Yes. If you do that, I will I won't stop. I will go on, you know. The best gift, the greatest gift is our Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. Not your car, not your house, not anything. The best gift is your Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, what God has given from heaven. I will tell you why in a few minutes. John chapter 3 verse 16, the Bible says that he gave the best. He gave, he gave to the world because he so loved us. He so loved us. If in this world, if it was just you, he would have given him. He would not have had a second thought. He would have given him. Amen. Hallelujah. John chapter 15 verse 13. Bible says that this is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Great love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. He gave his own life for us. He gave his own life for us. What did Jesus do? He gave, gave himself for us. Galatians 2.20, Paul says that I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in this flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. He didn't say love the whole world. He says clearly who loved me. Turn to your neighbor and say, Jesus loves me so dearly. Amen. And I, 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 you know, there, are, there may be some who have not received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. But I want to tell you one thing. When I was young, I was born in a Christian family. But I had enough of Christian faith. I went off. I tried, I tried Hinduism. I went to a mosque. I went to Sikh, uh, you know, Gurudwara. I went to different places. And I found there is no God who will satisfy me. I thought I will, I will give up on God. And finally, I found a man who preached the gospel. And I, and I thought I, th that man is telling just gibberish. He's, he's calling people because he doesn't have any other job. And finally, I happened to walk with him. He is my spiritual father even now. 97 I'm talking about, 97. I want to escape from my family town because, uh, because of a reason, which I don't want to tell you now because it will take time. I, I drove him all the crusades and every time when people come because they, he, they got healed, I don't believe it. I didn't believe it. I thought they give money to bring people out to give testimony. And this one miracle I saw where a born blind nine-year-old walked on the stage and walked out seeing. I couldn't deny that. I couldn't deny that. That made me think. Finally, I started listening to the gospel, listening to the good news, and I found out everything in this world is uh, a false news or fake news. And there is only one good news which gives you hope, which gives you joy, which gives you goodness, which blesses you. Every time you open the BBC or, uh, or any channel, I'm not against BBC, BBC or Fox News or, or CNN or any news you look at, Always fear, 
always there is no hope. But when you open the Bible, always there is hope. Always there is joy. Always there is goodness. Always there is glory in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We have good news. It's the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. I realized there is only one God. When I started looking at him, I realized there is no other God who came for his people. There is no other God. Always the God has to reach him. We have to reach the God. But only Jesus Christ came down for me and you. There is no God who gave his life in this world. But now I am adopted in his family. Hallelujah. So I want to say, my brothers and sisters, if you are not accepted Jesus Christ, I want to say, this is the best gift I can tell you that you can have. You will sleep at night. You don't need to cry for what is going to happen tomorrow. How many of you have cried in the past and not knowing what will happen tomorrow, but still you are enjoying, forgot about those things, what you cried for? I tell you, that's how God takes you through. So today, if you're going through any struggle, give it to you, give it everything under his feet and tell, help. That's the only good prayer I always pray. Jesus, help. He comes for me. Hallelujah. That's the confidence I have. That's a sure confidence. I don't want anybody to tell against the gospel because I know the one who has called me is faithful. The one who called, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bless you. God bless you for that. Thank you. Hallelujah. The best gift is Lord Jesus Christ. And why is he best gift? Because he tasted death for us. Isaiah 53 verse, uh, chapter, verse 3 to 5. It's amazing. You need to read that. He says the Bible, in the Bible he says he was rejected for me. He was called the man of sorrows. He took my sorrow and he gave me joy. And, I, and he was acquainted with grief. Surely he has borne my grief and he carried our sorrows. But he was wounded for our transgression. And he was bruised for, my, for our iniquity. Hallelujah. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by his stripes I am healed. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter, Matthew chapter 8 verse 17. The Bible says that he took our infirmity and sickness upon him. When I say he took... That means that uh, that sister gave me this bottle. I took it from her. She doesn't have it now. Right? When Jesus took the sickness from you, Jesus took your infirmity from you. Do you have it? No. When it comes, you need to say, how dare you can put it on me? It is on that cross. How dare your sickness come on me? How dare your infirmity come on me? You need to say that. I don't have it. I have the health of Christ. It, you may feel the symptoms, but don't give up. Don't think that you don't have enough faith. Stand on the word. Speak it out. It has to go in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Recently, recently, uh, one of our uh, church members, a nephew, had an accident. He's a very young boy, 23-year-old, here in UK, had skull fracture, four places, bleeding in the, in the brain. Consultants of this country said he's dead. Go and tell the uh, 
not, not dead, he's going to die. Go and tell all your family members. So they were preparing for that. But the uncle came and told us, we prayed two and a half weeks. Now he sits down and, and, and shakes one part of the body. He was paralyzed for one week, whole week, bleeding in the, inside his brain. If you are a doctor or a consultant, you will also say the same. But we have a good God who can raise, who can raise the dead body, which was buried three days from the dead. So I want to tell you, if there is any dream which is buried, if there is any blessing which is buried, if there is any calling which is buried, today I say, rise up in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. It has to rise in the name of Jesus. So when, God, when Jesus says he took the infirmity, that means he has he's taken it, you don't have it. So when you have the symptoms, you need to stand on the word of God. Amen. He took our curses, Galatians 3, 13 to 14. If there is any generational curse, is there any curses in your family line which is going down through like heart attack, your, your great-grandfather died in a heart attack, your father died in a heart attack, and you have a heart problem, that curse is gone from reading Galatians 3, 13 and 14. Say that it is on the cross. The one who is hung on the cross is the one who is called the curse. Jesus Christ hung on the cross. He took my curse and he has given the Abrahamic blessing upon me in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Second Corinthians chapter 8 verse 9. Bible says that he has took our poverty. You don't need to run to, uh, to the government for fund. You don't need to run. Yes, for, for a season you can. You can get the support. But your ultimate support should be on Jesus Christ. I have seen my brothers once in, when the COVID hit, all our clients canceled our, our, our project. They should not have canceled it. All our clients who said that they will have a long-term contract canceled it. Instantly money gone down. Myself and my wife, we hold, held hands and we prayed. Without we going and advertising, a company from America who is a believer contacted us and said, we want your business. Within, within 15 days, when I looked at my accounts, there is no shortage. The money is going like this till March and April it is going up. March is going up. May is going up. When you trust on Jesus, I want to tell you your business will grow. Your, your, what you do will grow because you are blessed in Christ. This is not to tell you, this is not to show off. This is the reality. This is a, if God has blessed his people in the Old Testament, in the New Testament, and he asked, if you, have lacked, if you have lacked anything, they said, no, nothing. You can also say in that same way. So that your hands, which were borrowing, will become a blessing. Your hands, which was looking up to somebody, now people will look at you and say, can you help me out? And you will stand for them. Hallelujah. Your family will be blessed. Uh oh, I want to say in a different way. Your family are blessed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So here, I, I came to know that at 11.30 we are closing, isn't it? So we need to, okay. Can I take five more minutes? Hallelujah. There, there are a few more which I want to say. He has taken your sickness, you have taken your sin, he has taken your curse, he has taken your poverty upon him, and he has given everything to you. I want to say that only thing you need to do is receive it, like I received this bottle of water. Only thing is I need to receive it. This, the amazing gift now is the Holy Spirit. John chapter 14 verse 16, he is walking with you. He, you are not an orphan. 
That's what the Bible says, that you are walking with him. You are walking with your father. Your daddy who created heaven and earth. He can't tell a lie. You know why? If I say that chair is a red chair, you will tell I'm a liar. But if he says, it will become red. So in your difficult situation, if he speaks, that's enough. It will change it. Then change the whole situation. So I want to say that walk with your father. He knows what is best for you. John chapter 15 verse 26. The Bible says the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. He will always tell truth, not fear. And he will guide you in all truth. Hallelujah. I want, so um, I want to share the next gift. The next gift is our servants of God. The Bible says in Ephesians 4.11, the Bible says, God has, gave, God has given apostles, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. It is very important. I can share this here because, you know, you, if you kick me off, I don't need to come. But you need to understand that they are given by God himself. And many people reject them. It happened in the Old Testament as well. Today, God has given you as pastors like Pastor Raven, uh, Pastor Lily. What a blessing. Pastor Peter is the apostle who is overseeing. Pastor Paul is there as well. What a blessing. We need to pray for this family. It is God sent. Why do they need to come here from South Africa? Why do they need to leave their family from South Africa? If they were, they, if they were looking for something over here and I sat with them, they're not looking anything. They come here to evangelize. They come here to see this place shaken for the name of Jesus Christ. They have come here leaving everything, their family members and everything. They have come here. It should be something special. And they came here because of the voice of God. And today when we receive them, we are not just receiving the servants of God. We are receiving God himself. Amen. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the Nineveh, if they have not received Jonah, what would have happened? Died. In, in, in New Testament, I can tell you scriptures after scriptures. John chapter 6, verse 66. Disciples who were following him rejected him. Today, I have heard people who are walking as apostles or, apostles or teachers or pastors. They, they are not under anybody. They are not under anybody. They, will say, they always say that I am under Jesus. Believe me, even Jesus comes and walks, they, you will reject. Because you always rejected the people God has sent. I walk under authority. My spiritual father from 97, I've accepted him as spiritual father. Today, he's still my spiritual father. I walk. If he corrects me, I will correct myself. And always I know he corrects me from the Bible. And I, I receive it. And I walk, with, I walk in accountability of my spiritual father. But many I have seen. But whoever walks not under the authority, what God has sent, it is God-given gift. If you read that, it is a gift from God, the Bible says. These five, five offices. And it's amazing that this church has all the five offices. You don't get that easily. But I want to say you need to pray for your pastors. You need to pray for your, your pastor's family. You need, to, you need to say that, thank God for these wonderful, wonderful father and mother of this house. You need to thank God for this. It is important that you pray for them. You always go for prayer for, uh, to them and they will always pray. But how many, we, how much we need to good, stay together and pray for them. We need to pray for the protection. We need to pray for the health of theirs. We need to pray for every blessing. 
of theirs. Jesus said that smite the shepherd, the sheep are scattered. Imagine if they are not here. We, will not, we won't be sitting here. Am I right? Always pray for them. It is important. I have so many things where I could have shared, but the time doesn't permit. Um, in uh, 2 Samuel, uh, this I want to really share. 2 Samuel chapter 12, Nathan comes and talks to David. He's the king at that time. He could have killed Nathan. In fact, 1 Samuel, I think, uh, chapter 16, uh, Samuel was crying for Saul. God said, stop praying. Stop praying for him. Because he has rejected your counsel. And I have rejected him. Now go and find somebody which I will anoint. You know what the Samuel's answer was? If I tell to Saul, he will kill me. Today there are so many killers of these apostles, pastors, prophets. That is very dangerous. Today we don't do it physically, but we say it in, in our word, with our word. I want to say if anybody speaks against your pastors, this I'm not say, saying and for saying, say, but for your protection. Whenever anybody says anything against, if you don't have anything, just keep your mouth. I don't speak anything against any servants of God. I don't. You know why? If that person is actually anointed and speaking against the, anoint, and the person who has anointed him. That's why David said that I will not raise my finger against the God's anointed, even though he was walking away from him. We need to understand that principle very well. You know why? It is a gift from God. When we reject it, we rejected God himself or God's voice. Imagine if I carry a grace of God, you may be sitting right in front of me. You, if you reject me, you will never receive it. Okay, let me talk in a natural way. Imagine if I am the doctor uh, on a specific, I'm a, I'm a consultant of a specific uh, area, like uh, a bone surgeon, and you have something with your bone problem, but if you don't like me, you will never get my service. Am I right? That's the exact same principle in the spiritual realm. You may be crying for a breakthrough, and there comes the servant of God, and you rejected it. The blessing has come stood straight in front of you. You didn't open the door. You didn't knock the door. You didn't open the door. That's why always remember, this is a secret I will tell you. I always follow. I won't even speak anything against any servants of God in a negative way. If I don't have anything to speak about, I'll shut my mouth. And always I've seen the blessing. Always, if I keep my mouth shut, I've seen it again and again, the blessing of God. So I want to specifically say today to, to the Act Church over here, pray for your pastors. Pray for Pastor Abe and Lily. Pray for Pastor Peter and Apostle Pastor, uh, Peter and uh, family. Pray for Pastor Paul and family. It is a blessing for you. Amen? Hallelujah. Glory to God. The last one I want to share is God's, God wants to give you nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 12, 8 to 10, that he wants to give you all the, you, you can read it from the Bible. He wants to give you the gift and he wants to give you in abundance. I want to say, uh, get eager for receiving those things. He wants to give it. If you don't take it, we won't get it. So be eager to receive those gifts. Because I, because I don't have time, you can read that scripture. 1 Corinthians 14, 1. Bible says, that desire the supernatural gift. 
desire. Hallelujah. Very quiet. Do you want, do you want the gift of God? Seek for it. When you seek for it, you will surely receive. Finally, I want to say the scripture, 2 Corinthians 9, 8. The Bible said, you have all sufficiency in all things and in abundance for every good work you want. Let God bless you in that way. So today I pray, if there is any healing you need, I pray from head to toe of yours. Let a supernatural miracle happen in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. If there is any sickness in your body, I rebuke that sickness and I pray as a gift, a health of God upon you in the name of Jesus. If there is any organ which is not functioning, I pray creative miracles happen in the name of Jesus. If you are looking for a breakthrough in finance, I pray let there be turnaround today in the name of Jesus. Let the favor of God come into your life in the name of Jesus. Whatever you touch, let it prosper. I pray a supernatural breakthrough in that area. If there is any relationship issues you have in your family, in your, with your children or with your spouse, I pray let there be a reunity re of, uh, of uh, your family in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Whatever you're looking for in your heart, let it happen today in the name of Jesus. I pray that you will be enjoying with the blessing of God. And, and I pray as, uh, what do you call that as, a surprise gift from God this week in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I thank you. I bless these words. Let this be good seed in your people's heart and let it multiply and give forth. Not, not 40, not 30, not 60, not 80, but 100 fold. In Jesus' name. Amen.